And Shane's over there like, I always hated boomers. <laughs> I have nothing against it, but not on the food level, there's personal reasons, but I won't get into. Oh, well. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know how I, I like my grudges. Yeah. <laughs> He's over there in the corner with a little box. He's like, hey, got my grudges over here. <laughs> <laughs> under lock and key. <laughs> Sure, people are like, how the hell you got a, a personal grudge with a restaurant? Like, <laughs> but not have an issue with the food. <laughs> it's just the restaurant. <laughs> oh that my God. building wronged me. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> he stomped his toe on where it says, you know, watch step. He didn't watch his step. Uh, all five <laughs> of them bitches hit at the same time. <laughs> and he was wearing flip flops. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, guys, I gotta tell you this. So I put a put in a new toilet a uh, couple days ago, right? And I was like, let me get one of those better than wax seals and do do all this. Well, it still stunk. You know how when the toilet's off, you can smell the sewer lines and stuff. And I'm like, ah, it's just residual. So I said that for a while, a couple days. Oh shit. <laughs> And finally, it's like, what's going on? So I'll go and look at it. Dude, the toilet was still an inch off of the ground. I just did not tighten it down. I don't... <laughs> just put the toilet on <laughs> I was just ready to be done, and I guess just walked away. <laughs> oh, I completely understand. I hate changing toilets. Man. Oh. We're about to... I think we're about to put, uh, at our job, change out all the toilets with high-pressure toilets. And... um Thank God the plumbing company is going to do that because I don't want to do that because there's 20-something toilets change out. I mean, it's bad enough to do it in your own house, but, man, when you're going right. to do it in a public place or like we used to at the apartment complex, I hated that shit. <sighs> Although there was that time I did change that lady's toilet out because her kids kept stopping up the toilet and I had to keep coming out and plunging it. Yeah, <laughs> She was not happy about that. Man, she was mad. But it was five time, four or five times in one day. Oh, and I'm like, all right, toilet's getting changed. And she got charged, and she was mad about that. <laughs> they didn't have like a perfume bottle or something in it. Was that that toilet? Or a toy? Mm. No, it had a set of headphones in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, How the f*** you get headphones all the way down in the toilet like that? Magic. <laughs> Kids, kids man, awesome. kids. <laughs> you need to get one of one of those. I saw at Home Depot. They they were advertising that you could flush like eighteen pool balls down it or some something God like damn. that. Pool balls, and I'm man. like, yeah, it was pool. Like they had the the poster of pool balls like going down. Now I know Kohler <laughs> came out where you could flush like a bucket full of golf balls down there. <laughs> so, but pool balls, man. It's a small, small print. It says, never try this in your own home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Be like that dude who tried to show, like, the windows don't shatter. And he's, like, on the top of, like, the 15th floor of some high rise. Yeah. Slams through it and falls out. You're just dumping pool balls in the toilet. Be like, see? He'll take it. <laughs> Completely different things, because he died. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Y'all ready to start oh, <laughs> this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
I I sent y'all the thing about what I was doing because I know me and you, Josh, talked about maybe doing that to see about people looking up stuff. Yeah. So, plus, kind of heads up. This is the Headless Valley. It is going to be like it's more of a mystery, and it might be related to missing four one one and or something else. Okay. So is it the same? So when I pulled it up, you have the Valley of the Headless Men, you have Dead Men Valley, and yeah. you have Headless Valley. Are all those the same thing? Yeah, they're all the same thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's I uh remember I was thinking the same thing. The Nahani. Nahani? Nahani, mm-hmm. I think is what it's called. Yeah. I'm I'm probably gonna butcher that. It's probably gonna be like when when I go to start it's gonna be Nahani. Nahani. It sounds like a sauce you put on pita bread. Let me get some Nahani on here. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like it'd be sweet. Yeah. Ooh. For some reason, it sounds good. Like, it's not even yeah. anything like, <laughs> it sounds tasty. <laughs> Man, we should have had that for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Let me get all my stuff pulled up here. So. All right. Y'all ready? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Paranormal Minds of JST. And as always, well, not always. I'm not always the host. I don't know why I said that. Can we start this over again? Uh. <laughs> Are you trying to be Shane this episode? <laughs> you know, I got some aviators over the weekend, and I thought about wearing them. <laughs> Just that thought turned me into you, Shane. So, oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this again. <laughs> I caught the corner of my eye. It was just like, I'm going to stab the shit out of you through the corner. <laughs> I can do it too. <laughs> All right. Good evening, morning, afternoon, or midday, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Minds of JST. My name is Tommy. I am the host for whenever you're listening to this. And as always, I am here with my two co-hosts, Josh. Hello, hello. And Shane. What it do? Anyways, so... <laughs> like, just throw us out of here. We're not any part of this. <laughs> not today. It's all about the dead people. So, <laughs> oh, so tonight's episode today, whatever you want to call it, um, is going to be on the Nahani, like reservation river, I guess. Not quite sure. It's called the Headless Valley or Dead Man's Valley, 
and a bunch of other weird names. So let's get started. So Nahani is located in the northwestern territories of Canada. So, and indigenous people used to live there and then they just left and they were like, it's not hospitable to live there. There was rumored that there be gold up in them there hills. Lured by that, brothers Frank and Willie McLeod journeyed from Edmonton, Alberta, to the Nahani Range in 1904. They wound up traversing hundreds of kilometers until they reached Gold Creek. There, they actually found gold, and on the way home, they had a bunch of gold, right? And on the way home, going down the river in their raft, they wrecked, and they lost all their gold. Well, they wound up going back to just do some quick little mining and get some more because they supposedly hit the mother load. They grabbed about a jar full of gold, and they wound up bringing it back with them to Fort Lillard. Lillard? I can't pronounce that. I'm sorry, Canadian people. So, well, the brothers decided again to go out in 1905. This time, they took with them another man by the surname of Ware. Okay? Now, they were gone, and a year passed. Nobody really heard from them. Figured maybe they're just, you know, hunkering down for the winter, trying to get as much gold and stuff as possible. And then another year passed. And finally, in 1908, their brother Charlie led a search party out to find them. So, they get out to where their camp is and they discover two skeletons at the camp and both their heads have been severed from their bodies. Now, one of the men was outstretched towards his gun with the blankets that he had on his bed uh, were thrown across across him as if he was just jumping out of bed to kind of leap to get a gun real quick. So, now... Some people theorize because Ware's body was never found. They did identify the two brothers. Um, But some people believe Ware might have killed them and either decapitated them to steal the gold or what. Um, So there's that. There's also reports that their heads were actually still on their bodies, and that's how they identified them was by their hair. But there's no evidence supporting that. So... Now, in 1917, there was a Swiss uh, prospector named Martin Jorgensen. His body was discovered decapitated next to the remains of his cabin that was burned to the ground. So, yeah, he apparently also struck gold in the vicinity as well. Now, in 1926, a woman named Annie Lafrette, 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 I don't know. Uh, went with a hunting party to the valley. Now, she wound up disappearing, and many months later, a Native American by the name of Big Charlie claimed to have seen the woman climbing a hill while totally naked, seemingly have lost her mind, and she just wound up vanishing again. So, 
Then again, in 1927, another body was discovered belonging to the man nicknamed Yukon Fisher. He was supposedly an outlaw and a prospector, and they found his skeletons on the bank of the Bonnet Creek, quite close to the place where the bodies of the McLeod brothers were found in, 18, or in 1908. His death was never fully explained, nor was the fact that he was known to possess a solid number of gold nuggets with him. So, then in 1931, another body was found. This time, it was of Phil Powers. He had charred remains right outside of his cabin. That's his charred remains right outside his cabin. The mounted police said it was a faulty stovepipe and there was really no other explanation. But other people say that that's not what happened. So who knows with that, right? And it just keeps going and going from there. And in 1972, Canada decided at that point, we're going to close off this area. And pretty much call it a nature reserve. So, in other words, you can't go in there. You can't mine. You can't, you know, it's it's a national park, essentially. And all of that. So, now another thing is also, there's a spot called Second Canyon, which is close to where all these disappearances and stuff happen. The canyon stretch, the walls of the canyon stretch up about 1,500 feet. And from the top to the uh, river. And in the canyons, there's like caves that are carved out. And they have not been explored. And some people theorize that some type of cryptid or maybe a Native American tribe of headhunters or something lives in those caves. And we just don't know it. So there's also been reports of UFO sightings. Um some people have exclaimed it. Uh, there's legends going back to once you go through it because of the hot springs, it's actually tropical past a certain point. That's probably not true. What do you guys think? See, the one guy was found outstretched for a weapon. Yeah. Now, either whatever killed him was in, you know, incredibly quiet or really f***ing fast. So, uh, you know, what is this? You said this is Alberta. No, they they went to Alberta and then moved on from there. Did they go north? Yeah, they went north, I believe. So this is like Wendigo territory, right? Like, I mean, yeah, they're because they're up in Canada. So, well, I don't know because what remember with the Wendigo, it was, I mean, they would go so far as to drink the marrow out of the bones. Yeah. So, would there even be bones left if a Wendigo was after them? I don't know. How much marrow can you get from a skull? I don't know. Mm. I don't think it's made like that. I don't um, think it's made in a skull, but I know maybe, it's made. Maybe like, they just crush the skull up and eat them like chips. Maybe. I got a little so. salsa and some dip. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and that's what a lot of people believe, um, or at least they believe where killed them, is because, like, maybe, because the other brother, I believe, was found next to a tree. And I believe they're thinking because they never gave like what might have happened. But this is what I'm thinking that they're thinking is 
Ware shot one of the brothers at the tree. Maybe he was getting ready for something because his watch was on the limb of the tree. The other brother heard it, and about that time, Ware shot was heading into the tent, and he just happened to reach out to try to grab the rifle, and that's when Ware came through and shot him. So, maybe, but, I mean, I don't know how close that tree is to the tent. I don't know what type of tent setup they had. You know, uh, you're talking wintertime. It's going to be more of a canvas-style tent. You know, who knows how big it is. So, I mean. Well, that too, and you would see entry points. Unless that's why the head was gone, he took it because he didn't want to see that, you know, he didn't want somebody to see that he shot somebody. Um, but you would see an entrance, an exit wound, I would think, and, and breaking a bone or, or something like that if he, they were shot, right? Yeah. I'm sure they didn't mention that. Shane always looks so serious. He is in concentrate so hard. <laughs> I've already I've already figured it out. I'm just oh, I'm just waiting so you know <laughs> we have a little more talking before I I just solve it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the thing that puzzles me about it is and this is what is weird to me is the fact that you had essentially three people know of um that they died and then they were decapitated. Right now, we know animal predation is a thing, right? Like someone dies in the forest or woods, whatever, and eventually an animal, be it a mountain lion, whatever, wolf, bear, fox, it's going to try to grab off and take, eat it. Most of them, though, I don't think go for the head. Like they might tear your throat out, but I don't know if they just take off with your head. You know? I, I mean? Yeah, I would. I would see more of like arms and. Like meat, yeah, more meaty areas will be taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, have you guys ever heard of a wahila? Uh-uh. So, look that up. A wahila, it's essentially like a, a giant wolf, right? But uh, it is supposedly in the same area, the Northwest Territories, and uh. Witnesses describe it as being three to five feet to four feet tall at the shoulders. Never seen in packs. They're solitary. And uh, there's the native legends in the area that it's actually an evil spirit with supernatural powers. And it kills people and then removes their head. No. Wow, that was... I had it figured out. Yeah. All right, good episode, guys. I'll talk to you next week. (laughs) That was a quick one. (laughs) That is, uh, and look, that video that you showed us a while back, Tommy, that wolf, uh, they're saying that that's a Wahila. It's one of the images in this Google search. Now, whether it is or it isn't, I don't know, but it's pretty good. It it fits the narrative. But did somebody do that to fit the narrative, or does it actually exist? I mean, nope. I mean, you know, like I said, it's more of a mystery than um, I would, I guess, paranormal. But I feel like there's a paranormal sense to it because, like, like I said, the Native Americans left that land and they said it was cursed. Now, I don't know. 
yeah, we know we know from the U.S. Geological Survey that a whole tribe got wiped out by meningitis, but would that be the reason they left the area? You know, or did they leave because of other things? Now there there was also tales from one of the Native American chiefs, the of a giant that would cook its meat, like its food, in the hot springs. Well, I mean, I don't think a giant killed him because how did he get in the tent and not tear it up? Very carefully. You know, he just stuck his little, you know, <laughs> <bloop>. <laughs> He's in there digging around with his pinky. <laughs> get out of there. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I... Now, some people also contributed, of course, rumors started of headhunters, like Native American headhunters. I don't know if there's actual evidence that says that there were headhunters in that area. I never, I didn't find that. And also the, the, the lady that uh, went missing. And there's a few other missing people that I'll get into in there just a second. But when she goes missing and then they see her several months later, I, I could see somebody going crazy from being isolated that long and trying to survive. That makes sense in a way to me. But you also have where this one guy, and this kind of goes a little bit into missing 411. He was with another hunting party. And he got, he, I guess he was a scout. He cuts ahead and he gets ahead of them. And they, I guess they were supposed to meet up like a couple miles later or however, however they set it up. Right. And he just disappeared. Gone. So, I don't know, like, maybe he fell. Uh, another guy, he froze to death. And the way he froze, they they said he pretty much froze like it was a flash freeze. Like, he still had the match in his hand to light. And he's in front of a, bon- like a campfire. And he had the match still in his hand. There ain't no way. So, he would have had that's crazy. Yeah, I don't think I can think. Uh, hype, you know, hypothermia set in. He had to match yeah. delusion, but he was just at that point. But I mean, they didn't say he he took any clothes off or anything else that you know we know deals with hypothermia. So. But yeah, you have that, and there's several other missing people, and you know, it's just crazy. Before all of that stuff was happening, you said you know the the natives of the area left. How big of a gap was there in that timeline? But um, they didn't give too big of a gap as far as the more I've learned about Native American tradition and and stories, the more I'm like. Man, these these folks are some scary people. Like they can come up with some scary creatures, or they see them all, or they see them all. Yeah, they're more of more connected with nature, and yeah. But that that's actually why I was asking, since that uh, that Waihila was talking about uh, came from their legends, and if they they told those stories and then left, and then it actually happened to people. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just a weird 
coincidence to happen yeah. with four four times for headless bodies. <laughs> right. So the 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 Native Americans or the indigenous people had a not Native Americans obviously because we're in Canada, but um, they had left before the brothers came, right? Yeah. So pre nineteen oh eight. Yeah, I would say probably either mid to late 1800s, if not before then. I'm trying to find it. They don't really give too much, except for that they've lived there up to 10,000 years. Yeah, see, here's my opinion on that one, and that right there, that up to 10,000 years. Being the the nature of things and the way it is in that area, Mm -hmm. you're not just going to get up and leave without some place to go. All right. It's way too dangerous and you're not going to risk your family's, you know, bloodline to do that. Right. Without it being incredibly substantial. We know ancient cultures um that was one reason a lot of the men went off to war was because they and they kept the women at home was the men could die. And they'll still be able to reproduce. That's why younger men weren't allowed to really fight and stuff like that. Right. So, so yeah, to just uproot and leave, you know. Yeah. There has to be a reason why. Yeah. I cannot find anything on when they left. That's that's probably not documented, to be honest. They just know yeah. they left at some point. Mm-hmm. We know it's pre nineteen oh eight. Yeah, yeah. Something else funny. So, so they left. Uh, pretty much, you know, everybody goes there, goes missing, dies, something. There's, you know, there's only one city in the entire uh, region, and it's technically it's like on an island in the uh, Mackenzie River. So the only people willing to live even remotely close. And I say remotely close from Dead uh, Dead Men Valley. It's I don't know. We're probably talking a hundred miles, <laughs> and that's the closest anybody's willing to live. And then it's on an island and a river. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there. <clears throat> I know there's other stories like people, like writers and uh, people like that. Pull it up. That said things like. It was terrifying. Like the valley's terrifying. Men vanish in that country, and down the river, they say it's a damned good country to keep clear of. So that is from Neil Harlington. Hartling? Hartling? He wrote the book Nahani River of Gold, River of Dreams. So, sleeping bag, camping gear. Uh, we're gonna go next year. Dude, this looks like a f-ing trek to get out there, though. Man. I bet. Oh, you said f-ing closest city's a hundred miles in the middle of a, in a river. There's apparently a predatory bear dog hybrid that lives there. Oh, we're hunting it. Oh God, I'm gonna die. Ampacifici. I can't pronounce that. It's a bear dog. So. It's man bear pig. It might be, you know. There's been UFO sightings and other strange lights reported in the park. 
And um, apparently, to this day, fringe bloggers obsessed with cryptids. Are we bloggers? Or are we fringe you know, like podcast people? I need to know the difference so I can put it down on my resume. Resume. Uh, isn't it funny? All these places, they always have a, a big dog or a bear dog or a some some kind of dog, a Bigfoot and aliens. Yeah. <laughs> we need new cryptids. We have all the same ones everywhere we go. <laughs> and it all comes down to that same story. The Bigfoot is hunting people with his dog and bringing them to the aliens. Well, this time he's taking their heads. He needs souvenirs sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That as desolate and remote as this place is, maybe they're more interested in studying the brains of the people that actually go there. Maybe. So, like, you know what? We just need the heads. Mm. We need to see what makes these people crazy. Why are they so weird? Uh, I mean, I, and again, like I said, I find it funny. I mean, we can we can talk about where you know maybe killing the guys, right? Um, and then stealing the gold. But he never showed up, so obviously he disappeared because they said they never found his body. Um, and but like the guy whose cabin burned down, why did his head go missing? Did a animal take it, and why the head? Why not the rest of him being eaten? That's the thing that's puzzling to me because if you know animals, you know they're one they're they're you're gonna see more evidence of animal predation than just a head being ripped off. You know, you're going to see if, if there's still meat on the body, I, I know that might sound weird to people to say, if there's still meat on the body, then you're going to see like pieces of it being ripped out, you yeah. know, but it is early 1900s and it probably wasn't studied as much. Although you, you would know, I would think, common sense wise that oh there are claw marks on these bones or those are teeth marks on these bones you know um, if you saw them maybe they freaked out and ran off they're like I'm not studying shit I'm out of here (laughs) (laughs) right I mean hey I mean with all the legends and stuff because they went back before the McLeod brothers like went in you know it was always talked about like legends and stuff like that and there there are people that go in and come out. I mean, you get pictures of like Second Canyon and First Canyon, which is after Second Canyon for some reason in between Third Canyon. But um It's like Voyager one and two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you you got pictures of these places and it is gorgeous, by the way. It is gorgeous. So I'm willing to live there and be a you know pet for a bear dog man so <laughs> good human <laughs> back to your your statement about why animals would leave the body so the, it's pretty cold there like you guys were pointing out uh, do you think that maybe the meat inside your skull brain the meat inside your skull <laughs> your brain uh takes longer to freeze so maybe they can get it back to their young or to the cave or wherever they're trying to go since it has, you know, bone around it instead of bone inside of it. Yeah, but how maybe. how essentially would they get the brain out though? Well, oh, if they can rip strong. a head off, yeah, they can bust through a skull. 
But my thoughts on that are is the the skin around your skull is very thin. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be it would freeze pretty quickly, I would think. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, where the you know skin around your arms and stuff isn't. I tried to to Google, uh, and you know that always gets me in trouble. Like, what what part of the body stays warm the longest after death? And there's not many answers. Uh, I think the core of your body would stay the warmest, like diaphragm. Anything covered in fat would stay warm for for a long time. I would think. I I love this this question someone posted. What if someone's body is still warm after twelve hours of death? Does this mean they're still alive? What the <laughs> damn? Um, <laughs> answer is possibly. <laughs> Wait, everybody's like, uh, take this person to the hospital. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to find out, like, what parts of the body is normally eaten during animal predation. I'm thinking thighs and then midsection, throat. And they may not even eat your throat. They may just, you know, that's the thing that a lot of a lot of animals will go for, predatory animals. I'm just basing these assumptions off of what you see, like, as far as uh, like those nature channels and stuff of these predatory cats eating the guts out of whatever they attack, you know. Yeah, when when you look up pictures of animal predation, I didn't do it with humans because that would get me in trouble. It it was like you said, it was like the middle part of the carcass where like all the stomach and liver and all that is. So, so I just don't see where it's just just the head, you know. Yeah, I find it to be odd that the head was gone. Why was it was just the one guy's head gone? Right, it wasn't the other brother. It, It was the other brother as well. Oh, they both lost their head. According to reports. Oh, I was thinking it was just the one that was stretched out. Yeah. And like I said, according to other reports, the heads were there. But there's there was no real evidence for really either one. So most people just went with they didn't have heads. So yeah, of course. Um now the other guy whose cabin burned down his head missing like I, again i just i guess it depends on how long they've been dead when they found them cuz they said skeletons in some cases but we all know that i mean it would have to be picked pretty clean and depending on when they died maybe within a year out in the elements i could see maybe a skeleton i'm not sure i don't work on a body farm so Though part of me wants to go to up to Knoxville with our equipment and check out their body farm. What is the average temperature of that place? I mean, I imagine it's cold. So, you know, decomposition is going to be incredibly slow. I mean, let's just say it was a year. And cold weather, as cold as it's it is in my head, I would think it is. You know, negative 20 degrees or so, 10 degrees. Maybe even more than that. Um, and maybe I'm just overthinking where the area is because I haven't looked it up on a map. I really don't know. Uh, but northern Canada sounds cold to me. <laughs> it is. Um, 
So the mean January temperature is minus 24.4 degrees Celsius. And the mean July temperature is 10.9 degrees Celsius. So it's still very cold. Yeah. You said 10.9? 10.9 degrees. Because... It's only like 40 degrees. Yeah, because what, 20 degrees is 70? 68 in Fahrenheit? Yeah. Now you're saying the mean, like over what... How long? I, I think is that, is that averaging. Oh, um, like the month, isn't it? Because well, today it's seventy-five degrees Fahrenheit there. Oh well, so that's where I'm curious. I don't know. I think the mean is like the. I don't know what that means. By the, this is from uh, average. Yeah. So I was writing my first assumptions, and it being negative ten, twenty degrees. But that's still cold enough. That's 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 freezer status. That we have, you know, and depending on how long they were, I guess 75 degrees. Yeah, they would definitely be eating up. Damn, 75 degrees in northern Canada. Well, I mean, the whole world's in a heat wave right now. I always picture like Canada just being a fucking ice bucket. Like there's like it just never gets warm there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would I would like to live in Canada. I just don't like. I don't know. He's going to say something bad. No, I'm not. <laughs> you don't like Canadian women? Uh, no, I don't like maple syrup that much. No. <laughs> Leave the podcast. Get out. <laughs> no, because I'm not, I'm not going to. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't like the fact that I have to learn. Uh, English? No, French. French. Quebec. Like, in certain areas, you have to be able to essentially speak both well don't go to that area well that's only one, one spot move to fort simpson population 50 people and cryptids that'll good. decapitate you <laughs> <Everyone> loves cryptids. <laughs> so, i mean i'm not against learning french i just don't feel like i i shouldn't be forced to learn you know well, if you... I'll leave it alone. Let's just, uh, just leave me alone, okay? <laughs> That's funny. But no, like I was saying, um, I just don't, you know, I would see more, I don't know. I, I would think also the bones would be, like, spread out too, right? Like, because, I mean, you look at even, like, your house dog loves bones, right? All canines love bones so if it is wolves and we know wolves live in that area or even bears i don't know if bears like bones but i'm sure they do um especially if they're part dog um (laughs) yeah i would i would suspect at least a pinky finger missing or something world shane's shane's over here (laughs) google translate (laughs) oh lord I know the French. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Anyways, I want to hear yeah. you speak it, Shane. Yeah, that's I'm why listening. I chatted and I couldn't. J'espère qu'il quitte vos That sounded good to me. 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope cryptids eat you. <laughs> is that what that says? Yeah. I hope a cryptid eats you. <laughs> My wife could have probably told us what that said. She's been studying French. All right. I'm only going to text you in French from now on. <laughs> and be like, Paige, what's this say? And then she's going to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> you did what on your last ghost hunting trip, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. You're going to get me killed, aren't you? <laughs> We're doing our best here. <laughs> Been the goal for but, many um, years. Oh, but anyway, so I don't know. I find I found this like very interesting. So I mean, you also have the alien sightings. I didn't find much on that. It's just hinted at and things of that nature. But I just I'm very curious on like where I get killed the guys. I can I can see that, right? I think we can all see that. One of the gold killed him. Probably got lost because he never really traversed. That was his first time out there, to my knowledge. So got lost, died. Um, did they find where's body? No, nah, they did not find his body. Oh. Um. But the other guys for like their cabins to burn down and them to die and like be decapitated. Well, one was decapitated. The other one was just dead. Um, I don't see where somebody killed them, per se. I can see maybe dying in the fire, smoke inhalation, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But some things just don't add up, like the decapitation and a bad stove jack. Like, I don't know. I guess that would mean that he was in a tent. Well, you would actually need a stove jack too, I think, with wood cabin. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if it was, though, I mean, he would probably die of carbon monoxide before the fire got to him, but mm. I mean, unless the stove jack was broken to the point the flames were shooting up out of the damn stove jack, you know. Well. Or am I not thinking about a stove know. jack? A stove jack properly? Oh, the stove jack is like the little. You know how my hot tent has that little piece of fabric that the stove yeah. pipe fits through. Yeah, that's stove jack. Oh, that's, that, yeah, that fabric's that's a stove jack. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, okay. So I was on the right train of thought. Yeah. So um. Now I don't know what stove jacks were made back then. I'm guessing maybe of some type of tin or some type of metal I don't know I don't know how they were sealed or anything like that but who knows I mean but an improper stove jack I don't know like I said I don't know I don't know what it was made out of yeah and like I, like I said I could see it being carbon monoxide poisoning because it's not venting yeah. outside but mm. I don't know if I'd see it as the cause of the cabin burning down you know, again, unless I mean, flames are uh, shooting out of it, you know. I mean, I, I know, uh, like with my stove, that pipe will get red hot and you can light matches off of it. Yeah. So, um, maybe, 
maybe something touched it stove jack cracked or something and it fell iron it was just that hot i don't i don't know i don't know how it was wired up or not wired up but piped and all that stuff yeah. you know so who's to say <clears throat> right and i'm still curious but, about the, the the decapitations don't make sense like not of the brothers like yeah kill them and take the gold but why cut their head off Mm. Yeah. Well, and then uh, you know, some people also said the animals did it yeah. too. But if animals would have done it, you would think the blankets and stuff would have been moved. Yeah, and I feel like right. you would have found the the skulls, not you know somewhere <clears throat> somewhere within a reasonable distance from them. Maybe 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 not. I don't know. You know, Shane, what do you got? Besides over here making fun of me about my French stuff. <laughs> nothing really I mean I don't I've been looking that's what I'm doing is flipping through maps and stuff trying to (laughs) figure out some natural reason and I mean it's all signs point to the wild animal like we keep talking to except for it doesn't like not at all (laughs) (laughs) and I think that's that's the easiest thing is because it's like yeah it has to be a wild animal but yeah, they don't do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, like, I mean, maybe there is a headhunter that lives in the, the area. That would make sense as to why they wouldn't find it. Let's just say there was a cannibalistic person there. Mm. You wouldn't have found, um, claw marks and stuff, bite marks on the bones. Yeah. So you had, Two tribes, the Dene, Dene is D E N E, Dene, and the Naha, which the valley's named after, is Nahani. So, which means the river of the land of the Naha people. So, apparently, according to the Dene, uh, they tell that the Naha were a warlike tribe living in the high mountains and descending into the lowlands to raid and kill. They became the main foes of the Dene people and were greatly feared by them. And then uh, the oral histories talk about them. But then the Dene state that the Naha people simply vanished at one time, ceasing their raids and disappearing altogether. Hmm. Aliens possible i mean some people speculate that a disease wiped out you know wiped them out could have been i have a heartburn from my beer why are you so old i don't know i'm tired of it not a giant sea turtle a giant sea turtle is there a sea there? I haven't even looked to see. Where are we looking at? It's called the Secrets of the Nahani. Yeah, there's no, there's no ocean. It's a lot of rivers and streams. The only reason I say so, I'm looking through just photos of the area people yeah. have posted on Google. Uh, and so I come across this one here. Of this, and I'm like, oh, that's so pretty. And I'm like, that's a giant sea turtle. 
shit. You see that? <laughs> yeah, it sure looks like one, don't it? It's <laughs> a rock. No, man, that's You're a giant a sea turtle. I'm just a rock. Look at that. With your zooming in. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, the place looks, you know, gorgeous. It is a nice <laughs> view, but I'm not messing with a sea turtle that size. Although I wish it was 75 degrees like it is in Nahani. Well, it's only a 46-hour drive. Let's go. That's really not bad, honestly. You really think about it. And that's to that's to Fort Simpson. Uh, hotel rooms, 140 a night, and you can charter a plane there. Oh. Yeah. How much is the plane? Do you have a pilot license? No. Well, the, we have to hire a pilot, too. <laughs> oh, well. If you don't want to learn French, at least learn how to fly a plane. Yeah, goddammit. Fine, I'll learn to fly a plane. <laughs> <laughs> they, have a, they have a school down here by the house that you can learn how to fly the, the small planes. Mm. I think there's a school up here in Memphis, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I don't know. Man, that'd be nice. I'd be flying everywhere. Man, I'm telling you. Like, I'm gonna go see Josh and land on your in your front yard. <laughs> Supposedly there there's a neighborhood hang on my camera's not focusing. A neighborhood somewhere where it's nothing but pilots and <clears throat> they took a section of land and turned it into a running uh, landing oh. strip. I think there's a and few there's of those houses that line it and they'll just park their planes right next to it. And uh Olive Branch, there's one of those. Oh, is there? Yeah, I delivered a fruit basket there another lifetime <laughs> and pulled up. I'm like, this is the wildest shit. Like, this is where I want to be in the apocalypse, a pilot neighborhood with planes. <laughs> right. That's crazy. There was a man from Olive Branch that was having a lot of trouble um, because of he was, uh, I don't remember the exact details, but he was selling fuel too cheap. And it was pissing off the other people. <laughs> and they were like, it was like a cease and desist kind of thing. And he said he wasn't, no, it's his fuel. He does what he wants with it. So this was obviously pre-pandemic, but, huh. Weren't you telling me about this a couple of years ago? Like, then they tried to, like, eminent domain him? Yeah. Tried to eminent domain. There was a bunch of stuff, man. They were trying to get this dude. And he's an olive branch. And I think you, you want to like, know how you don't live in a free country. Uh, Eminent domain exists, right? Um. Oh, I've never seen this on mapping to anywhere. This route includes a ferry, so at some point we'd have to get on a ferry. What type of ferry are we talking about? Not on plane. <laughs> the one that's in the great, <laughs> in the great well or whatever. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> hey, cutie. Whoa. <laughs> Gotta pay that 500 rupees. <laughs> the ones I always think of are like the ones from Ocarina of Time. They're like creepy as oh. shit when they laugh yeah. and they come out. They're like, <laughs> I'm like, God damn, get out of here. The, the big pointy boobs. Uh, yeah. You poke somebody's <laughs> eye out with that shit. <laughs> oh. Oh man, get a load of this! That mm. this is a funny name for a lake, right? Mike, how how did that get its name? 
Like what? What went down there? <laughs> I can't even read that. What does that say? It says Lesser Slave Lake. What did that? What was that name oh. just underneath that? Does that say ass in you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you said that, by the way, the uh, the knee uh, were also known as slavery, save savory, savory, something like that. Okay, so that might be how it got. It's, they're all over the place. Here's Great Slave Lake. You got Lesser Slave Lake. You got Slave Lake. Okay, so that that makes sense. Yeah, it's like slavery. Um, the Denise sometimes called slavery. It's weird. I'm sure it had a different meaning. Oh, and there's a COVID checkpoint on this route? What is that? And they stop and test you? Probably. Huh. You know, a lot of places ain't like it's not like it is here. They still. Well, I mean, I know Canada. Like, they. I think I. I don't know if they still don't allow it. Like, you have to be fully vaccinated to enter Canada. Mm-hmm. So, that might be like they might have to see your papers. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Papers, please. <laughs> Feels a little weird, but I guess we have to show them a passport. Or... Mm. Well, anyway, not like we're going to make this 50-hour drive and then hire a pilot, right. so. <laughs> right. Nope. Not anytime soon, at least. Not with gas being the way it is right now. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I don't know. It's gone down. It's, I got gas in Winona for like three seventy eight. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It was three eighty at Kroger. I know. I know. It'll go right back up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yes, it will. Well, but we gonna do any final thoughts on these things, man? Yeah. What do y'all think? I think we kind of all in the same weird boat. Um, I don't know if I so much believe it was animal related. Do I think animals had something to do with the decomposition of the bodies? Of course, but it doesn't make sense to take the head. It just doesn't, unless you are a head hunter, or you know that maybe the what you call it the wahala, wahila, whatever it was. Yeah, the wahila. Yeah, wahila. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'm kind of like at a loss, but, um, it don't sound right to take the head. Just don't. And for the one guy to die in the fire, but he still didn't have a head. Like that doesn't make sense. I don't know. I feel like the fires were started and he's the one that lost his head. You know, his other one, just, the other person just died you know, maybe burned up because there was two people, right? Two cabins that burned. Yeah, yeah. It's two, also two weird that it was that two, two, two and two, right? Mm. Like the brothers and then the other two people. Wow. You also have the guy that just froze in front of a campfire, right? Like that's wild. Like he just just froze. I forgot all about him. We didn't even talk about mm-hmm. him the whole damn episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it would have been a hell of a freeze to freeze with a match in your hand and a bonfire right there. Now they do say there's a weird like wailing in the wind, like almost a will o' the wisp type thing. So, mm. yeah, I'm thinking like you said, Josh. We're all on the same boat. I I do. I, I lean more to the the evil spirit, like the this Wahila thing. I mean, it's it's interesting. I've never. I mean, we've 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 heard of similar things, you know, human spirits or 
tortured. Oh man, I forgot how to talk. Tortured, <laughs> tortured souls. Uh, <laughs> turn into these different cryptids. So this one is definitely interesting, especially that it takes the heads, and we're seeing that that happen. But it can't be someone's just telling a story about a big wolf they saw. It yeah. has it has to be the evil spirit. Um, and it makes sense. No one will live around there. They they shut it off. Everybody left. I mean, it just might be that kind of area. Yeah. If if not, I go back to the tried and true theory that. It's Bigfoot's dog, and their alien overlords just want want heads from that region for some reason. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I'm, I mean, you know, I I'm 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 right there with both of y'all. Like, like I said, we're in that weird place. I don't see where just the animal just took the head. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at an abundance of food, right? Even if it was, and, and even if you're talking about packs of wolves. Bear, maybe. I mean, I don't. I just see more being taken, arm, leg, stuff like that. Even if it was a skeleton, those parts would be missing as well because as the body decays, they'll be more easily to rip off, and you know the animal could take off with them. Yeah. So, and if an animal knows there's food there, they're gonna come back. So I just, I just don't see where it's just the head. Yeah. So something's up with that. Um. And I'm inclined to agree with Shane about the Wahili mm-hmm. wolf. So yeah, I that's I definitely think there's something there's something more to that area than just people missing yeah. and people dying. A whole like, tribe of people didn't leave for no reason. <laughs> yeah. So I mean I mean it would make yeah. it would make sense if, you know, Tommy moved up there and they're like, Oh hell no. <laughs> right i mean come on there goes the neighborhood like he, he doesn't like french <laughs> damn time travelers <laughs> so, but but yeah so i'm I'm in that agreement with y'all like i think it's you know there's something there's something definitely more to that area and i would i would love to go out there and check it out you know so put it on the bucket list place of places to go mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Cause I want to see it just to see it. Shit. The pictures look gorgeous. Right. Mm-hmm. Man, Even dude. if we ain't out there ghost hunting, I want to go see. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I guess that's all we got. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. L- ladies, gents, and peoples is, uh, if you like the content, don't forget to rate, subscribe, follow, all that stuff to the podcast. We also have the YouTube channel where we put out our ghost hunting adventures and little other episodes, you know, videos here and there. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And as always, I forgot Patreon. We also have a Patreon. So <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> so if you like to support us, if you like the content, you want to see us grow, we would love to grow and be able to give y'all even more stuff. Uh, check out our Patreon and help us out there. And as always, everybody, these are just our thoughts. Tell us what you think. <laughs>